Mitch, welcome to sunny Las Vegas. John, it's not exactly what I had in mind. If this isn't what you had in mind, then how about this? This is perfect. I'm Dr. Mitch Harlan. I'm here with Dr. John Petrick, and welcome to the Truth Talks podcast, Las Vegas. John, this is your show now. Uh, thanks, Mitch. I'm glad to be here on Truth Talks. Um, I think uh, you're going to really, really love my first guest as a co-host of the show. Uh, oftentimes, we get an opportunity to select who we're going to interview. And I reached out to producer Chad, and I said, hey, Chad, uh, I have an idea. Uh, would you mind if my first real interview was a real big one? And he said, absolutely, that's fantastic. And he said, who do you want to interview? And I said, I want to interview Mitch. So my first interview is going to be you. So this isn't a promo we're doing This here. is not a promo. This is actually going to be uh, in, interviewing you because I think that I have some questions I'd like to ask. And I think there's a story that I'd like to, to kind of have revealed. And, and uh, I think that you're going to like the way this interview rolls. All right, let's go. Well, my first question and it's kind of been one of the things that uh, as I've been looking at the truth talks and kind of over the last several months and how this has really started to develop I had a question that I wanted to ask in regards to how you came about you know choosing your co-host and why did you ultimately uh, you know select the, the UFI guy from Las Vegas well I mean I think I could go into a lengthy answer but I, I think uh, what it may be fun since this is your show I'm gonna throw it back on you I think the answer to that question from me would also be the same answer from you as why did you want it why I came up there and interviewed and hung out and yeah and and, and uh, spent some time. Um, that's a good question, actually. I I think that uh, for me it was probably the same passion which I bring to you know my everyday life and things like that that I saw in the show. Uh, the stories were real. Um, they were heartfelt. Some emotional. Some confrontational. I like the style in which you're interviewing the people because it really was interviewing them, and it was their story. And I, as I started to listen to more and more of the episodes and more and more of the stories, I realized that uh, it's the healthy, and it's just the scars that tell the stories. So I like to share those stories, and I like the people, and I love people, and I'm an extroverted nutcase, so I've really felt that it would be something that if I could get an opportunity to do a national podcast like Truth Talks and share people's stories, I was going to jump at it. So when I got it through the pipeline that you were looking for somebody, I thought I may just be crazy enough to land this gig. <laughs> you know, when... Here's kind of here's kind of the interview process. You sit there and you talk to people, and if you can have an, an interview, and it goes an hour, that that's not my person. We went all night <laughs> for three nights, right? So that was ultimately the decision. And I, and I knew you, I trusted you. Uh, I know you're not scared to cry. I know you're not scared to feel things. Um, this podcast is literally about learning things of, of, of the people that are around us every day, right? They inspire me. Uh, we've talked about this a million times. If I, if I had a, a, a guest on here and let's say it's some celebrity, they got a great big movie coming out and, you know, they're worth hundreds of millions of dollars or whatever, it would be a great interview for sure. But the interview where somebody's at rock bottom they climb back out of just maybe just enough where they're eating or maybe maybe they even go to that next level where life is great and that's a story that touches me it, it hits me in the feels that's what truth talks is about when i when i had this concept i i literally started this when i started my book series simply the truth 20 some years ago right and man i i tell you it, it's um it, it's a really interesting concept how the story of people touch you so much in your own life like you you, you see somebody, you might be struggling with the fact that 
you know, oh, geez, I need a new truck. Um, gosh, it's a payment of 400 bucks. You know, I've got it, but I don't know if I want to do mm -hmm. it. And yet you do an interview of somebody and, you know, they're, they're, they're telling you you've done one where mm -hmm. the, the guy's living in his car. Right. Brings so. a whole new perspective. And I think what happens is you get, you develop this empathy. You develop, you, you become a better human. You just become a better human. That's all there is to it. And I've taken some heat. I've taken some criticism from people about, you know, you, you really need to do a series and, and do a series of all one thing. That's not what True Talks is about for me. What True Talks is about for me is I want to hear different stories of different genre, of different things. And then collectively, if we can get people to listen to all of them, you become this incredibly well-rounded person, right? Like you know a little bit about somebody that made a decision to have an abortion. Maybe you know a little bit about somebody that they have this incredible talent to, to, to play a, an instrument and they couldn't get, nobody would pick them up. They couldn't do it and all of a sudden they get in the lounge and then all of a sudden there's somebody sitting over in that lounge and next thing you know they're on stage at some massive arena, right? Those are the stories that just warm my heart and, and, and I think make a difference in our life completely. When you were first, you know, came up with the idea for the book and for the concept the Truth Talks, was it your own life that you were kind of drawn from? Where were you getting the opportunity to, uh, what inspired you to say, I want to tell the stories? You where know, did you get most of them? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, you know, I was 20-some years old, not, not a nickel in my pocket, really. And um, I go out to start a practice, got married, what wasn't right timing wasn't the right person for me i was i was scared i was i, I had all these different emotions checking the through. boxes off i was checking life, boxes yeah. and and um you know there's a time in your life even during that time i would say that i was probably making as much money as i had at, at that kind of during that 10 year span for me but i was finding myself i was buying things to keep myself happy I was, uh, I was running from, from who I was becoming because I didn't like the way I was. And I realized, man, I got to get control of me. And I had to make some hard decisions. I had to make some decisions of it could all be gone. Everything I work for can be gone. But that decision was important enough for me to make. And it ended up turning out beautifully for me. Uh, my wife and kids now is, is, is something that is extremely special for me. And I hate suffering. I don't like people to suffer, including myself. And so when I realized that telling these stories started helping ending suffering, then I wanted to get as many as I could. We laughed about that this morning, sitting by your pool mm -hmm. at your house. Yeah. It, it is one of those things where you, you, you end just a little bit of suffering for somebody. It's the greatest feeling in the world. And especially, you know, sitting on this side you know, of the desk, when we do have someone that we're interviewing, you know, oftentimes it kind of sheds a little bit of the stress in our lives you know i would say I, I hate to say there's a selfish piece to this but there is because when we finish the, the segments that we've done you and i've talked about how do you feel after that sometimes we feel exhausted we feel drained but we have that sense of accomplishment that someone's story got told and to your point as far as choosing like big a level people as opposed to the ordinary person it's like you don't know whose story is going to change someone's life you don't True. know if the, <clears throat> like you mentioned it could be the most random person and that day you may need to hear that story and that's the story that changed your life and it was so far away from your ordinary life that you're like well how did that story affect it and i i think that's another reason one of the reasons i was really passionate about wanting to do the show that the stories were all different you never knew which story was going to impact you 
And I like that one of the things you said, Mitch, in one of your stories was the ghost in the stories. People should reference that and check that out because some of the stories have twists. Like you don't really see how they're, how is this going to work out? And then all of a sudden you go, wow, it really did work out for that person. And, and it's true underdog stories. Do you find that now that you've been doing so many stories, are more people coming out of the woodwork to tell their stories? Absolutely. <coughs> Absolutely. It's, uh, I've heard this a few times, and it's something I'll never forget. Um, I had a lady tell me one time after we were doing one of the interviews, and she said, you know, I've been in therapy for a long time. And she goes, that two hours was better than any therapy and all therapy I've ever had. And so sometimes I think people don't hear their own story. But when they're sitting here this intimately, they get to hear that story. I'll tell you another thing that, that I really enjoy and love. I had a lady that, that heard a story that didn't apply to her but applied to her sister. And she goes to her sister and tells her the story, which is what I want people to do. If you hear our story, share our story. Share that person's story with somebody else that may be going through something. And her sister was one that was having all kinds of issues she shared a story that we did on somebody else that she had no idea who they even were and completely turned her sister around. Dude, that's the impact. That's called worldwide impact, right? That's and, and a I, pebble in the pond where oh, the wave God, of what happened and who you changed. And, and do you find that those stories now, um, are you just as motivated now hearing those stories as you were the thousands of stories that you heard? Every story. You never know where they're going to go. I mean, we, uh, producer Chad and I, we literally... Uh, we've had guests on that their story we had no idea that it was even going to be emotional the next thing you know the guest is over there crying their eyes out and both of us are sitting over there like no no you're crying I'm not crying <laughs> right uh, it, it's one of those things that you you have no idea how someone's story is going to impact you even if it's not necessarily on the line that you're having a problem let's say you're having a drinking problem right and and the the person that that the is sharing their story it may not be about alcoholism per se it might be some other type of addiction that they have but maybe they say one sentence and that person applies that to whatever it is they're struggling with we're getting stuff all over the place we're now touching people worldwide we're having people write in from all over the world not from Colorado or Las Vegas all over the world are there stories that you don't want to do is there like an area you don't want to touch there is no area that I don't want to touch. And, you know, even, even when it's controversial, it's not our, this is what the beauty of Truth Talks is. It's not our opinion. We are sharing the story of someone and we allow everyone in the world to make up their own decision. We're not politically motivated. We don't have any, we don't have a dog in the fight. That's one of your favorite lines. We yes, don't have a dog is. in the fight. We just show you the fights happening. Now you get to choose what you want to do with that. that. That's hugely important to me, like incredibly important to me. Well, I think that what we've seen is the development of the show in regards to Truth Talks. When it was, first came out, ultimately it had kind of that feel to where we're going to go. And now it's like some of the guests that you've had on the show have been some really big, impactful people. And I see the show now developing and blossoming. Um, do you, for the future, like episodes, uh, things like, where do you see it going? Well, a great question. You know, here's what's funny about it. And you know a lot of the same people I do. We, we, we know some people in common. And um, we can reach, I think we can reach everybody but perhaps the president in, in one way or another. We know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody. As this has matured, now it's like, oh, geez, produce Chad. I mean, uh, whew, which one of these are we going to do? 
right? Mm-hmm. We only got so much time in a day. We've only got so much time to film and so on and so forth. There is no story I don't want to do. None. And I want all of them to come from the heart, be straight. It's called True Talks for a reason. And then, again, the, the people in the world get to determine how they feel about that story. But everyone will impact you a little bit differently for different reasons. Ever do a story where you uh, you left there you know, thinking, God, I have, to, I have to go above and beyond the camera to help these people? Like, I can't let this go. Like, has it ever affected you to where on your drive home that story hurt you or it, or it affected you? How do you how do you leave it here in the studio? Because we've talked about this. Sometimes it's hard for me. Sometimes when I, I hear a story I'm so passionate about, it's hard for me to go back to normal life and know that that person may be struggling or know that there's an impact. How do you do? It? How do you leave it in the studio? I don't. I don't leave it in the studio. I take it with me everywhere I go, uh, because I may not be able to help that person directly, but I may also find that exact same story while I'm sitting at a bar somewhere, or I'm sitting at a home somewhere, or I'm at a party somewhere. And that, that person might be reserved, or maybe they're talking. You can tell something's on their mind. A topic comes up. Be like, John, you know what? I, let me tell you about the story that I did. Right? And then you tell them that story. Now they're not alone. Somebody else has been through whatever they've been through. They found the way out, right? I, I would probably say that majority of our stories, if not all, they definitely end in a positive direction. Um, but there are going to be some that we're probably going to do where this person's stuck. I, I got a great example for you. I have a, a, a lady that I know, and she's, she's really a, a beautiful woman. Probably, she'll probably hear this podcast, so I'm going to shoot low. Let's say early 40s. <laughs> and um, That's safe, Mitch. It, it's a domestic abuse situation. And I've talked to her a million times. See, it almost makes me well up even talking about it. Been through it a million times, and she won't leave. She won't. I can't save her, but maybe her story will save someone else, and that's what we're going to do. Do you uh, I don't, I don't see what you did? You're really good at this. You pulled it out. I, well, it's early in the game. It is. It's early in the interview, and I got you crying. I'm gonna have to get you laughing to kind of change. Yeah, we'll, this, we'll get it. There's and I'm not, make, I'm not making light of the story. No, I, know. I appreciate I it. it. And, I, and and I have heard the story. We have we, you have shared with mm-hmm. me, and it's that that's the emotion that. That when we talk on like when we were sitting down for the interview and you said, hey, John, tell me about you, you know, and I said to you, look, it's courage or balls. You yeah. know, courage is going with the easy, easy pick balls is choosing the unknown. And I had felt that there was a similarity between the two of us because I could see how attached to the guest you were. And you know, we're both physicians. So, you, you know, there's a, a certain bedside manner in which you really have to have. And a lot of times in practice, we a lot of people lose that. And I think it was like it shined through to me because I could see how you cared for your, your clients, your patients, and your people was the same way you cared for the people you're interviewing. And I could see that love. And it's this love I see in your eyes right now is one of the reasons why I'm, I'm, I truly am, one, only blessed to hear the stories, or blessed to host a show and be a part of this because there are so many stories out there, not just your friend that's in an abusive situation. She's one of millions. 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 And, you know, the thing about it is um, equally as painful as that is, if the one does escape and gets out of that, then you get the same emotion, but it's a joyful emotion. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a joyful, sad emotion. And that, that's kind of the, that's the whole reason that I do this, man. It's, um, you know, I, I know there's millions of podcasts out there, and, and you know, the, people are trying to monetize different things. Like, uh, I'm going to be straight up. I mean, it's Truth Talks, right? Like, 
you know, my kid's on this TikTok shit stuff. I guess it's good. I don't know. I'm not going to bash it because I don't know anything about it. But, you know, they're sitting there taking all these pictures and they're, they're recreating these things. And I'm sitting there thinking, God, all the suffering. I mean, how, how come how come a TikTok thing can go to 10 million people and we do a podcast where we're dumping our souls, man, to, to end some suffering? And you, know, you get 20,000, 50,000 views, 100,000 views when there's 300 and however many million people in, in, in the United States. How do we change that? How do we get people to, to stop for an hour and listen to a story, even a story that doesn't apply to them, but gain that invaluable knowledge? I, we, we were, again, sitting at your pool last night. There's, there's a speaker up there. We're all choosing music, right? And producer Chad's music's terrible. But we were choosing music, <laughs> and our daughters are there, mm-hmm. right? 14. 14. And, um, you know, I'm sitting there as peaceful as, as, as all craziness right it was just peaceful for me we got good lives i want everybody to have that and i know that there's millions who don't but yet at the same token you and i are as guilty as any of it our daughters were over there i don't even understand what the hell they're doing but they're taking these half shots of their face and sending it to their friends no text no anything but it's going like wildfire we've got to change that well i don't know if we're going to necessarily i know it i know your point uh, it's not necessarily it's the message you're talking the half face that our, my daughter is sending out, which I don't get. I don't I'm like, well, how, do, how is that even communicating? Because they're cutting off the mouth, which is uh, somehow they're communicating with the eye picks. But the point is, what you're saying is, how does the Truth Talks message get out there? Because it's so impactful and so meaningful. Yeah. And my daughter's half face goes out to thousands of people. And I'm like, how is this possible? But I think the answer to that is you keep telling the story. It's what we do. Right? And I think that's one of the things we had talked about is it's not the healthy tissue. It's the scars that tell the story. So we keep finding those scars in the stories. And, but not all our stories are, you know, not all the stories that you're telling, all the stories that I'm hearing, um, they're not all sad. Some of them are good. Some of the good stories. You mentioned confrontational. And we talked about some of the, uh, some of the confrontational things, especially now in today's environment. Yes. Everything's so damn political. It's just like you've got to be careful. But uh, I'm not going to be careful. Not Denver. Well, <laughs> absolutely. Now they got the interesting thing about Denver now is anything goes. You actually guys now can do mushrooms. You guys got all the weed in the world. Uh, your legislation is is kind of all over the map up there. So it's like Denver's a great place to be. You're liking it up there. You know, it, one of the things that that we want to do. Back to your point. No, not every story is emotional like that. However. When it comes back to the, the concept of why you were chosen, right, to, to do True Talks Las Vegas, you bring this kind of energy that's really fun. You got this really cra- – you're crazy. People don't know you yet, but if we could capture you in pictures, they'd be like, whoa, that guy's he's crazy, right, crazy. Well, they're going to hear. They're going to hear. They're going to hear it all. But, you know, the, the, the one thing that you recognize in life or you should recognize in life is what's your strength and what's your weaknesses, right? I am so passionate about ending suffering. That's that's my passion. I I want to I want to be able to tell a story and someone value from that, right? But I also knew that we've got to bring in like we need more men. Uh, we we do have a lot of females that love to listen to the show. We need more men. So when it, you know a lot of stuff, you know a whole bunch of of boxing people because you were all part of the the UFC or was it right UFC right yeah um just all these different things and we want to bring those topics in and we found an enormous amount of success already but yet we're also willing to do some that may only reach in the thousands instead of hundreds of thousands or millions 
but we want to keep doing this and eventually we want to build a program where again people are listening to things they normally wouldn't listen to well i i, I one of the great things about it too is that we're bringing some people that not only in their own lives but in their family lives are you like for instance roman the story about roman one mm -hmm. of my one of my favorite stories because my own interaction but uh, with people with disabilities or challenges in life that story came out and you thought okay this is going to be you know we'll do a nice awesome story maybe a feel-good story and then bam roman happened and then it's just like millions of viewers on his his site and seen him and yeah. a little bit if you don't you haven't seen it, you're going to love this episode of the show of, of truth talks you should should check it out and that's roman's got spina bifida mm -hmm. right a little bit of and, and he gets to walk and he's in the hall and he's like looking at the dog and he's telling the dog he's walking so I think when you say you need more men, you want more men to cry because that's what yeah. it is. Well, I it's like that like too. I like that too. It's just like you're bawling because the truth is, it is. It's that story. So it wasn't a sad story. It was a story of inspiration. And then you said like that four hundred dollars to you. That four hundred dollars you were may have been concerned about seeing that little boy walk for the first time. That's the type of inspiration that the truth talk is about. It's it's a story that you may that day being motivated by little Roman that big. Yeah motivated me like thinking no matter what I'm gonna come across today it's probably not nearly as big as the challenges of that little boy learning to walk for the first time tell him dog look at me doggy I'm walking yeah I'm, I'm like yeah and, well and one of the reasons that we did that one too is um, there's always a story inside the story mm -hmm. right so millions of people attached to, to Roman and what I wanted to do was Adam and Whitney you know, it was their faith that got Roman where he's at. Mm -hmm. Without their faith, there is no look Maggie, I walk in Maggie, mm -hmm. right? And so we take in True Talks, we take that ghost of the story as well. So we want the main story, but we want whatever set that glorious moment up. And that's, that's, the, that's the piece that I think if you don't tell it, you don't get the whole story. And if you don't get the whole story, what's it worth? You ever done a story that pissed you off? I've done a lot of interviews that pissed me off. Matter of fact, the one I just told you pissed me off. I, I yeah, I carried that with me forever. I, I was pissed off at her mm. after she told me that. I'm like, I don't get it. Why I don't stay understand. Back to the relationship. She's yeah. an abusive relationship, and you're Why pissed are because you staying? So you're not pissed at him. You're actually pissed at her. Yes. Because she's staying. Yes, I'm pissed at all of them. And, right. And right. I'm like, I don't understand. But it wasn't that I was angry pissed. Is that I was sad pissed. Like, you deserve so much more. Frustrated. That's frustrated. Mm -hmm. And so, oh, yeah, those, those stories, they're, they're all there. Um, but you will find, you're going to find, as, as well as I found, people want to be happy. They mm -hmm. want to have a good ending to their story. You know, I want to stay there because you and I today were talking this very, very morning, coffee. Uh, we're, on, we're getting ready to come to the set, and you, were not, you said, you know what, the, truly it is, it sounds funny, but you know one of the most important things in the world with always, always, always wins, and you go, they, it's not just a, a saying, but you said love. It's true. You talked about that. You said in every situation, and we talked and said that, that, thank God, that is the way that it seems to work, because the world would be such a, even worse in regards to the outlook on certain people when love conquers, and we've noticed that, and I wanted you to tap on that because there was a specific start, something that you started that we didn't get to finish, but you said love and this is why. Why do you feel love is truly represents conquering all? Well, I mean, there's, I think if we went back to that conversation, we were talking, um, what were we talking? There's, uh, it, it wasn't, it, nothing's about money, that's all material type of stuff. 
um, love is that one thing that you just can't live without. It's it's the only thing. I, I tell you, here's a funny story. That's what it was. It was uh, food and water and love and love. Yeah, those are the three essentials of life. But it was funny because here we are. We're sitting out there. We're getting ready to come in, and and we've got some filming to do today. And I go up there to my wife last night or this morning, right? And um, you know, I mean she's been with me for 15 years and uh we have we have three kids and this many years later and i had to tell her this morning i I said uh you know i'm probably not the best husband in the world but i still love you and the the reason behind that is my personality uh uh, producer chad will tell you him and i we've we've went toe to toe on things we've called each other names and at the end we hug and we get a great product right um it's all about the product for me. I'm passionate. I'm so passionate about this stuff that to a certain degree, uh, going back to the do I take these stories home, I do. And I've almost become a, a, an emotional robot because, man, if you're sitting there worried about your $400 truck payment, I've got thousands of stories of people sitting on the street hoping that they can stop using heroin for one day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think your problems are that big. And when my wife's like, the dishwasher's not working today. I can't go to that level with her. I'm like, it's a dishwasher. You can get in there with your hands and do that. And then my personality is not good because I'm like this. You know you can wash them with your hands, right? I think it's funny. She doesn't always think that's funny. And so we get into the we, – we, you, you want to you know some of the best conversations that I have? Mindy may be watching, so I'm going to make sure you be careful. It's a great conversation okay. with her, too. But when you are emotionally attached to someone mm-hmm. and part of your happiness depends upon that conversation with someone, it is a different, it's a different chemistry. We're going to have podcasts about that because I think it's a huge, mm-hmm. a huge segment. But some of the best conversation I have is me and producer Chad after a show. Mm-hmm. And it is a crazy how... Him and I will have a different perspective on the same guest. And then we go around this whole conversation. We end up at the same place, which is exactly where it was supposed to end. Dude, this stuff, this stuff is so powerful. I don't even know how to explain it. Well, if you, uh, when we were talking about kind of what's happening with the Truth Talks, so now we're going to be doing uh, weekly shows. Right, so weekly shows. So there'll be some promos coming out about each show. You'll see a weekly show, Truth Talks. It'll be uh, Truth Talks, uh, and then Truth Talks Las Vegas. Various different guests, uh, various different segments and sections. Right, and is there anything else? And some other things we are talking about in regards to some upcoming, uh, any upcoming uh, interviews you want to share? I mean, we uh, yeah, we have a load of big ones. You know, I kind I kind of like to keep them secret. Yeah, it's kind of I kind of like to look like come on. No, they're kind of fun. Just and then all yeah. of a sudden they're like, whoa, didn't know it was coming. Right? Any any really pretty single female guests? Mm, not that would be interesting. Asking for a friend. Asking for a friend. Asking for the friend. Asking for a friend. Uh, I think you have a load of, of those guests that could potentially be on the show. Um, you know, I, I think one thing that was uh, was kind of fun is, you know, I, I kind of have a thought process of where I want to go with things. And uh, we roll in Friday. And um, I don't know how many hours it was later, but I find myself sitting in the middle of the freaking desert, hotter than shit. <laughs> With snakes out there, and uh, there were no, there were lizards, lizards, no snakes. You rolled over a snake. 
I drove over a snake. Okay, well then there's snakes out there. Okay, there was none by us. Okay, that we saw. All right, that we saw. That is that is true. I Hotter than shit. I hate it. You know, I sweat. A lot. hundred and a lot. some a odd lot. freaking degrees. A lot. And yet, I'm out there with an umbrella. I did that for you. That wasn't for me because I wouldn't have been. I wouldn't have done that. You specifically said, "I want to come to Vegas. I want to lay around the pool, and I want the best view I could possibly get." It was and terrible. I did it. I did. <laughs> yes, you did. And they're going to see that. And I thought that was one of the coolest things. But that's the cool part about everything. It's the reason you were chosen. Because, again, that pushes me a little bit out of my comfort zone. And not a comfort zone of I didn't want to do it. I'm like, dude, that's dumb. It's hot. We're going to get bit by a damn snake. And it's dirty. I mean, it, it, and it, but in, after we got it done, I was like, oh, that was beautiful. So what you didn't see was... Prior to that, I, I was didn't talking. see was civilization. What you didn't see was I was actually I, I went to producer Chad behind the, the camera van and I said, producer Chad, I bet for 50 bucks I can get Mitch to sit in a lawn chair in the middle of the desert with his feet in a kiddie pool. And he went, no way. No way Mitch would fall for that. He's way too <laughs> smart. Do you know what happened after the shoot? He gave you 50 bucks. Got my 50 bucks. <laughs> It is, and that's 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 why I love having you as a co-host. Um, you're gonna bring that fun. You're gonna bring that, but but as equally as much, you know, when we were when we were developing the website, website, and of course, you know, producer Chad's amazing with that. But when we were developing the website, the whole thing is he's like, "Give me a sentence about John," and I said, "You know what? The guy's a super smart guy, but he never thinks with his brain. He thinks with his heart," and that's. That's what is essential for me is we're not going to overthink this stuff. We're not going to shy away from anything. We're going to say it exactly how it is, and we're going to tell the whole story, including the ghost of the story. We're not going to just tell the parts that we want people to hear. They're going to hear the whole story. And so that is meaningful for me. You're going to push me out of my comfort zone. I mean, I don't think we're going to be shooting anything stupid in, in Denver. but Nothing I, in the desert. I can totally see that happening every time we come out here. Um, I love Las Vegas. Um, it's a neat place. It's, there's a lot of action, a lot of fun, and there's a lot of stories right here in Las oh, Vegas. And, and most of them good. Most of them good. I hope, let me talk a bit about what I hope to bring to Truth Talks. Absolutely. Levity. I want, um, I want to bring some levity to it. We talked about that. I love to laugh. It's incredibly important, and I think laughter truly is the best medicine. Um, I, I would hate to, you know, pigeon myself as somebody else but I would say that that's I'm like a patch Adams in my clinics I'm in my personal life I'm Mrs. Doubtfire um, you know I get along with my ex-wife and it's just through love that we we shared earlier and as well as I truly truly do love telling the stories and I love the levity that goes with it can I share a funny story that I just just heard as if it's about me probably not. it is so yeah I'm gonna tell it okay so <clears throat> do I know the story I don't know do I know you're going to well, tell this story? You're going to know the story okay. because you did it. So obviously right. you know the story. So I'm sitting in your house. Yeah. Your 14-year-old daughter, Gianna, is sitting over there. Right? And now I'm nervous. You should be. And I'm sitting there. I'm Producer Chad and I, we know we got this long haul out here. and We're excited. We're like, no, John's just going to, he's going to nail this stuff, right? He's going to nail it. <laughs> and, uh, and, and he even gave me kudos. He says, I, I think you chose absolutely perfect. And then your daughter, Gianna, says this. My dad put curlers in his hair, dressed in a pink robe, and drove to my school. And I look at producer Chad, and I'm thinking, oh, I fucked this up real bad. 
Dude, that shouldn't you I, let me in on some of that wait, stuff? That was not let, the let interview. Me, let me preface this. This is very, very funny because my daughter has a, you know, and you have a 14 year old. So yeah. the things that these girls are wearing now as a dad, let me tell you, you're kind of like, puts, don't they make pants with all the material? Right. So she's wearing these clothes and I say to her, the first time you're out of line, you wear something to school that I don't like, I'm showing up with bunny slippers, a robe, curlers in my hair, walking through the school going, has anybody seen Gianna <laughs> Petrick? Has anyone seen Gianna Petrick? And you did it. And I did it. Yeah. She wore pants. They probably were presentable, but, and I'm not going to say I really wanted to wear the robe and the bunny slippers and the curlers in my hair to school. But I wasn't mad after I left, thinking and seeing what was when she walked in the door, her eyes were like a cartoon. She's like, I can't believe you did that. Let me tell you what, my daughter would have been transferring out of the school, maybe even out of the state. We may have had to move out of the state. But that's the beauty of the story, right? It's different people have different reactions to the same story. But I did not know that. And when she told me that, I looked at producer Chad and I'm like, I don't know. We might have to rethink this on the way back. You know, that's one of the cool things about Truth Talks too, is that there's a family aspect to it. Mm -hmm. uh, I wanted to, you know, one of the things we were talking about was, you know, your family. What about your mom? Has your mom, uh, you had her on the show? I've not. Uh, my parents are just some of the most amazing, two of the most amazing people in the world. My brothers, I couldn't have handpicked a better family than I have. I feel the same way. And, and I, think, I think that also brings out, uh, again, back to the story segments, but uh, I want people to have what I had. And I know, it, I know it's actually more uncommon now than it is common. And again, let's say that we go a decade doing this, man, what if we keep some families together? What if, what, you know, what if they realize that, you know, the husband or the wife had an affair and, and uh, they found a way of listening to a story or a segment that we've done because it's in the book. I have m multiple stories of this. Um, you know, one of, one of the favorite sayings that I always have is um, neither one of us fell out of love at the same time. That's how you keep a marriage going. Mm -hmm. One of them is always in love, right? Mm -hmm. And people make mistakes. People do dumb shit. We've done it. We've all done it. Um, man, if you can hold that together and you, you bring in that kind of that family aspect of things, and, and I believe with 100% of every fiber that I have that we have a story that someone's going to connect with that, and maybe they say, you know what? That was a terrible thing you did to me. I didn't like it. It was mm -hmm. terrible. And it's going to take me a while. But maybe they get over it, and guess what? In the next five, ten years down the road, they've got this amazing family. And not only did they learn something from it, but it grew them stronger, made them, gave them a stronger bond, something of that nature. That's what True Talks is all about. I mean, that's all it's about. We want to end suffering. And it's going to end in some weird, janky ways, as producer Chad would say. I don't even know what janky is, but I kind of like it now. Well... I am really grateful to one that you chose me. Uh, you know, when we were looking at people, we talked about that, and I'm glad. I'm really excited to do the show. I'm excited to do the Truth Talks Vegas because Vegas does have a lot of stories. I wanted to mention that in, in the interview because Vegas is a city unlike any other city in the world. Uh, good, bad, and indifferent. You know, some love it, some hate it, some are indifferent. But Vegas has a lot of history. It's a lot of big people to and you know coming in and out of Vegas, and I think that I'm going to bring some really cool interviews to Truth Talks, and I'm excited to do it. And 
there's going to be some interviews that you may not, it's a whole different side of Vegas that you may not see. Mm -hmm. um, you know, from the Bundy Ranch, a guy held off the federal government. I got some insight into that. And we have some lots of, you know, professional sports people, uh, some celebrities on the strip. We're going to be doing a, one of the things I wanted to surprise you with was tell you that I had a working an arrangement right now with a huge men's clothery on the strip for us to be able to do some special truth talks uh, segments with some awesome guests that we're going to be bringing on and then some repeat guests and so that's going to be will be the only tv show podcast on the strip and that'll be truth talks and i'm going to be okay. we're going to be launching that so i'm excited to share that with you i was going to kind of hold that under wraps but i wanted people to pay attention to that we're going to be meeting ricky you're going to love ricky um you will definitely know um which, uh, you know, the way Ricky works when you go there and get fitted for all your nice suits that I'm going to have Stitch put you in and some of these things. But Can uh, we get that for Produce Chad, too? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Get him out of a tank top, I put actually, him in a suit. I actually have something special for Producer Chad. It's actually a full-length leopard coat, okay? <laughs> oh, and I have, I have a leopard hat with a big feather. He, did you notice he has kind of a little bit of week? They call it a pimp walk. And I noticed <laughs> that it was Chad was we were walking in. I was like, Chad's kind of actually got he's a got a bad of knee. A, is, oh, it's a bad knee. Yeah, bad knee okay. and hip actually. Well, yeah. Anyway, so oh, it's possible he was inebriated. So you and I will have nice suits, and Chad will have his his uh, leather uh, leopard coat, and that'll be interesting. We will have to get pictures of him in that, and uh, but that's one of the nice segments. And then we can also uh, I'm excited to bring that. And some other some other kind of unique things with some special guests um, with you know, some friends in wheelchairs that are dealing with some challenges and what that's been like and how to overcome challenges from that perspective. Um, is there any particular interviews that uh, right now that you could look at and you can say, I'm really excited about this one because I remember with the COVID, you mentioned that there's some interviews we have coming up with some, some different points of view that's going to be pretty exciting, correct? We do. We've got a great big one coming up uh, discussing vaccinations. And obviously, with COVID out there, the big talk is vaccination is probably the most talked about thing. Um, How you feel about it? You know, uh, number one, I wish we knew more. Number two, I wish we uh, had the truth. I don't think we have the truth. Um, uh, or we have a form of the truth, but we won't we go, we won't go there. Of it, which is kind of everybody's <clears throat> truth, right? It's their version of the truth. Um, but again, truth is many times is painful that's really painful sometimes to really get a person to tell the truth though they they have to know they're helping someone else because most people they just don't they'll just keep it inside they'll absorb it but if you share your story for the benefit of other people uh that's what it's all about and, and it will change lives you will change lives so many people i mean you've seen it you've heard it um they'll tell their story and all of a sudden they'll watch the numbers and they'll watch They'll watch the comments come in, and then they'll call me, or they'll call producer Jetty. Gets a lot of them as well. They'll, they'll, these comments will be like, "Oh my God, that changed my life. Oh my God, that was, that was amazing." And that, that's what we're doing. That's what Truth Talks is. That's what we're doing. Uh, what we're going to continue to do for quite some time. Am I excited about any interview? You know, no. What I'm excited about is how that interview changes me and turns into something that I did not expect. I have not done one yet that I said to myself, I know exactly how this is going to end. I know how it's going to begin and end. And we do kind of a pre-interview, so we kind of have a, a pathway to go down. It never ends the way you think it's going to. Because all of a sudden, they'll look you in the eyes, <laughs> and they'll make that choice, and they'll say, by the way, you ain't going to believe what's happened to me. And we did that. We we came into that. Uh, you know, it was, it was a brief talk about it. We just We did an awesome interview together, and we interviewed uh, – 
um, the basketball referee. Uh, what a great yeah. interview. You thought, okay, referee, what are we going to do here? And that ended up being what an insightful interview. And we were like left there going, oh my gosh, I learned so many things about being a referee or an umpire that I never knew. And the interesting thing was, because I could see it in your eye, yeah. you know how catchers are with umpires. I could see it the whole entire time as referees sitting here, Mitch is sitting there, and I could see this. And Mitch says, you punched him out instead of marking him safe, didn't you? And that referee and you had that bond, and it was well, pretty did, cool. Because he says, uh, he goes, this isn't sexy. <laughs> That's sexy. And you know it. I mean, I've been in a game. I've seen it happen all the time. It's way sexy punching somebody out and calling them safe. And, you know, th that was great. And, and again, here's the truth. When you, you brought this, I, I look at producer Chad, because him and I run everything by one another. We have a lot mm -hmm. of discussions as, you know, where's this going? How's this going to go? And... Um, uh, I trust him. He trusts me. And we're like, all right, let's give the dog a bone here and let's see what he's got. And then I hear this referee thing. I'm thinking, well, where can this go? You're either out or you're safe. Where's it going to go? Mm -hmm. Sure as hell. We hear the interview and we're like, oh, my God, I could have. That could have been a four-hour podcast, man. I even saw, I, one time I saw producer Chad step away from the camera, and he was actually totally intent on the interview, and I could see it, and I was laughing. Because at the oh, end, yeah. I could tell Chad was like, okay, I, we got to do that one again. That was great. But those are interviews. So if you're someone out there and you want to be on a Truth Talk, how do we do it? How, do, how can know, someone out there get in touch with you? Just go to the website, uh, truthtalks.com, mm -hmm. and we have a story submission. And we want you to submit your story. And I know that it sometimes is a little scary, right? And, is it and written? You want them to do a video? Can no, they, they type it in. They can send in a video if they want. They can do it with uh, Producer Chad's email. And, again, everything gets reviewed. And um, be patient with us because we get a lot of stuff. We get a lot of people. Uh, but we will get back at one way or another. There will be a message sent back. And you, everybody has a significant story. Everyone, not a single person walking this. So planet don't be shy. Send those stories don't in. Don't be shy. And now, sponsorship. Let's talk real quick on sponsorship because you know, hey, let's get down to the brass tacks of things. Uh, we love putting this on, but we're always looking for good sponsors, right? And that's something that's important. You're, you're really, we said, is you're only as strong as the sponsorship behind you. True so story. We are. We have good sponsors already. Uh, from you name it, uh, we have lots of good sponsors, but we are looking for more sponsors, right? I am not wearing. Uh, the Raiders gear. The I'm chicken outfit. Fan. You're supposed to wear the fucking we're, the chicken outfit. We're in Las Vegas, and the Raiders call. By God, we'll come down there. We'll do podcasts, and I'll put you in it. But it, I got to be in. I got a showgirl. I got a showgirl. All right. We'll, we'll do all that. We do. We Sponsorship is huge. Uh, that's what keeps us bringing the shows and, and, and all of that good stuff. But I, I want to make a promise to our people right now. This is how passionate I am about it regardless of what it is i'll fund it myself if i have to because these stories are too important to the world yeah well i'm uh, again i want to say thank you so much for allowing me to be the co-host i love hanging with you uh i love hearing the stories myself and i love i love the emotional attachment i love working with producer chad uh, i I'm biased, but I think you guys chose really, really well. <laughs> I think it was an excellent choice. I think you, you could have the way better. Robe and I can't sing like comment. Fallon, okay? <laughs> I'm no Jay Leno, right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. All, all those statements are. Uh, we, we chose well. All right, we did. This is going to be amazing. I'm super stoked about it. Uh, I'll let the cat out of the bag just a little bit. Um, if you want to be a guest host... Mm -hmm. We want to let people mm -hmm. have that opportunity too to mm -hmm. be a guest host. 
That's right. Uh, that's just a kind of a fun thing that we do. Kind of reverse roles, right? Kind of reverse mm -hmm. roles. And, um, you know, there's just so many things that we could go on and on and on about. But I think uh, I am super stoked to see all the interviews that you do because I've seen a couple and they're really good. Can I end the show? You can end the show. It's your show. It's, <laughs> this is Truth Talks Las Vegas. This was Dr. John Petrick, and thank you for tuning in to Truth Talks Las Vegas.